young footballers would become better players if coaches spent more time training them to scan the field and less on focusing on the ball. Reading the game should be taught to players from a young age, in tandem with ball skills, rather than as an advanced ability. The study, published in Psychology of Sport and Exercise, found that players who incorporated scanning into their play were likely to improve their awareness, decision-making, and the quality and or speed of their technical actions. Frank Lambert and Steven Gerrard were highlighted as players who incorporated the technique into their gameplay, but little research has explored how such behavior is taught. Coaches who didn't subscribe to training players to scan the field and look around them tended to think players needed to focus on technical skills, then learn tactical skills. Whereas coaches who knew the benefits of scanning and believed in the importance of teaching it young believed the two went hand in hand. The findings suggest that inexperienced coaches could benefit from being mentored by more experienced coaches, by being taught the value of scanning, and by being taught ways to integrate it into gameplay. Academics found that coaches most likely to teach scanning had more experience, higher coaching qualifications, and believed it should be taught from a young age. Coaches who did not value it as highly, and so taught it less, tended to have no coaching qualification or a level 1 coaching qualification, were less experienced, and believed the skill could wait until players were better developed in ball handling. The research team also found experienced coaches who developed feedback and instructions specifically to target the development of scanning, or visual exploratory activity, and to make it the focus of training sessions. How it is taught varied enormously, with less experienced coaches trying to teach scanning by using direct instructions, such as always look up, while more experienced coaches use questioning, such as what did you see? One of the researchers, from the University of Portsmouth, said, It appears that higher coaching qualifications in tandem with a greater amount of coaching experience leads to coaches developing a positive attitude to the importance of training scanning. The coaches surveyed pointed out that they tended to try and improve scanning through direct instruction and questioning. There were indications though that scanning may be best enhanced through changing practice conditions, such as altering the pitch size, number of players, and the use of different colored bibs or headbands, to require players to quickly learn the value of always looking around. Further work is now needed to examine which conditions of practice can best improve scanning. The aim was to conduct the research with input from coaches, to ensure that the findings can easily be applied into practice. The study examined how scanning was taught, when it was introduced, and how coaches evaluated its success. It found the 303 football coaches surveyed fell into three groups. Those who saw scanning as low priority, those who had some interest in it, and those who incorporated it into their training as a matter of routine. The authors have now called on football associations to focus on training and support of its coaches, to develop such skills, and to incorporate scanning as an elementary skill, to be taught alongside technical and tactical skills. Now let's put it into context. Antoine Griezmann was five months away from becoming a Barcelona player when he was asked, in February last year, to name the most difficult opponent he had faced in his career. I would say Frankie de Jong said Griezmann, to general surprise. I tried to pressure him, but I never succeeded. It was enough to raise a few eyebrows, even if de Jong's quality was becoming increasingly obvious to the wider world. Within weeks, the Dutchman had deconstructed the midfields of Real Madrid, Juventus and Tottenham Hotspur during Ajax's Champions League run. He promptly did the same to England in brutal, beautiful fashion in the semi-finals of the Nations League last summer, before joining Barcelona. On each of those occasions, and especially against England, there was a common theme to de Jong's mastery of the game. The opposition simply could not get close to him. Every time he was pressed, every time an opponent even came close, de Jong just spun away. Even Luka Modric, who had won the Ballon d'Or just three months earlier, found himself flat on the floor after daring to pressurize De Jong at the Bernabeu. 
In English football parlance, it would be said that the John plays with wing mirrors. This has long been a way of describing a player's seemingly supernatural awareness on the pitch, but that ability had never been quantified or examined. We know players like De Jong or the likes of Xavi Hernandez, Zinedine Zidane and Frank Lampard would operate with apparent eyes in the back of their head, but what did that really mean? And how did they do it? The answer, in a word, is scanning. The concept is not new, but the analysis and coaching of it is becoming increasingly widespread at the top level of the game. Elite clubs across Europe are now looking into scanning, what it means for their players and how they can be better at it. National associations are also investigating, trying to find another edge in the endless race to develop top footballers. A large part of the allure is that scanning is one of the few ways in which football can measure and explain a player's skill level. With modern technology, every top club knows everything it can know about a player's physical capabilities. How fast they can run, how high they can jump, how much they should be sprinting. Analyzing aspects of the game such as awareness and decision-making is much more complicated. Scanning is one visible ingredient that probably is a factor in decision-making, and that makes it an interesting entry point to be able to measure and work on decision-making. We can say who the frequent scanners are and who does not scan so much. It is easy to give objective data on this. In its simplest terms, scanning is essentially the act of looking away from the ball and over your shoulder. Those who do it the most frequently are those with the clearest picture of their surroundings and therefore those with the most information in their minds when they receive the ball. The below video of Lampard, one of the masters of scanning, is a perfect illustration of the art. Arsene Wenger, now FIFA's chief of football global development, has also taken a keen interest. I have lost many top players because their head was on the ball and they were not seeing what was around them he said last year. Great players isolate from the ball. Their head is like a radar. Scanning is usually measured in the 10 seconds prior to the player receiving the ball. The best midfielders will scan five or six times in those 10 seconds. In the Premier League and the Champions League, forwards typically scan three times in that time frame. Of past players, Xavi and Andrea Perlo were two of the finest proponents of scanning. Lampard and Steven Gerrard also scored very highly. The best is Zidane. He was outstanding at this. He would do something consistently that even top players now are struggling to do. Zidane's teammate would have the ball and would send the pass to him. What he did in that period, from the moment the ball was released from his teammate's foot until he received it, was scan. And he scanned more than any other player. He consistently put in three to four scans in that little time frame. That can be a second, a second and a half maybe, and he could have up to four scans in that period. He could even do it when the pass went through the air, and that is a much harder action. When he got the ball, he would have complete knowledge of where his opponents are, what foot they are standing on, their center of gravity and where they are looking. It is then easier for him to do something with the ball. In today's game, there are two forwards who score exceptionally highly, measurements. Kylian Bapp and Erling Haaland. In the 2018 World Cup, when Bapp was the star of the successful French team, his scanning was off the chart and has shown an uncanny knack for finding space in the penalty box. Those who believe in the power of scanning would say it is no coincidence that these players are two of the most exciting talents in world football, widely tipped to be among the successors to Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo at the pinnacle of the game. Over in Spain, Dijon is pushing the boundaries of scanning even further. What Dijon does brilliantly is that he is extremely actively gathering information when the other team has the ball. He uses that information to guess what they will be doing, and he acts upon it. He will make interceptions and be in the tackle before the opponent has received the ball. This is something that will be a future focus point for researchers. How much you take in information when the other team has the ball. Ajax and their players have been among the major beneficiaries. The key to the whole discussion is how to improve a player's scanning ability. 
a coach can tell his players of the importance of checking your shoulder, but finding a way for them to actually do it more frequently during a high-intensity game is not so straightforward. A large part of it is coaching players out of bad habits. The most common exercise in the world is two players with the ball, passing and receiving. When you are only two like that, you look at the ball all the time. So even at the highest level these players get literally hundreds of repetitions every day receiving the ball while looking at the ball. Then it is difficult when you are in a game, and suddenly you are required to do what Zidane is doing, because you have trained so much doing something very different. Learning to scan is as much about getting rid of those bad habits, and making sure that your training does not teach you the wrong skills. It's more about not doing the wrong things, as doing the right things. Can you truly learn to be better at scanning? Yes, which is why some clubs are using virtual reality technology to put their players in match-like situations that reinforce the importance of checking their surroundings. The speed with which a player is expected to scan to create a picture in their mind before executing a pass was nothing short of frightening. Drills to improve your scanning, any drill where you are forced to perceive something behind your back before making a decision. Creative coaches set up exercises where one or several players move behind your back as you are about to receive the ball. You then have to change your direction accordingly. Make it a habit to gently look over your shoulder every time you are passing the ball back and forth in training. Not to look for anything in particular, but to make it part of your receiving technique. Coaches can stop a training game and ask everyone to close their eyes. They can then ask the players to describe what is behind them, without opening their eyes. Virtual reality tools allow players to receive feedback on details which coaches are normally unable to see, such as the timing of the player's scanning. It can be improved, then, but it is also true that the earlier a player becomes aware of it, the better. Most of the leading scanners had a big personal insight at a very young age. When Lampard was a young player, for example, his father would routinely shout pictures at him, reminding his son to have an image of the pitch in his head. Lampard was brilliant at it. Some players have got it naturally, just like there are natural goalscorers. Lampard was the master. It is something most players do not develop into their game until later on, hence they get better near the end of their careers. It is difficult to change a young player's habits, to make them focus on using their head and their neck as well as their feet and their legs. Certain players will find a pass better than others. When you look at whether it is a technical problem, they will often have that pass in the locker. So then it is an awareness problem, which is more difficult to coach. To coach it you have to go through videos with a player and really slow it down, asking them, how did you know what was going on behind you? You have not looked over your shoulder. It can be uncomfortable for some players to take their eye off the ball as it is coming to them. Some players need all of their concentration on controlling it, and then they decide what they are going to do. As the game becomes faster and more technically advanced, and players like De Jong, Mbapp and Holland become increasingly dominant, the focus on scanning will only become more intensive. Leading coaches, teams and countries are aware of its importance, and those who are not ready for it, those who are not aware of their surroundings, will soon be caught from behind. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a 5-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.